0: Hi and welcome to Friends of Brother Adam. My name is Dennis and I'll be your host for this evening. Uh, I do have to apologize. I have been away from uh, the uh, recording device and not recording for two weeks. And I know you guys have been out there saying, what the heck's going on? Well, <laughs> yeah, a whole lot's been going on and maybe we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, today we're going to be working on um, the two uh, V-boxes that we haven't really uh, covered yet, um, and it's just uh, doing some housekeeping so that you can understand what we're looking at. The two that we're going to be covering today are Queen's Castles and Nukes. Uh, these are um, not typically considered... Um, beehive that you use consistently year after year. However, (laughs) um, there is some changing theory on beekeeping and how we overwinter bees um, by utilizing smaller colonies and uh, thinner walls between the colonies. So what you're in effect talking about is um, a queen castle. And uh, so there has been some some experimentation and stuff being done on this, so let's jump right into it. Um, the first article I'm going to be reading to you, just uh, to get an idea of what a queen's castle is, is from Kiwimana dot co dot so this is the guys from new zealand um, their business is bees over there one of their main businesses is bees over there um, they're who we they're who we used to get our bees from um, before canada closed its doors to uh, the world <laughs> um, And that's something I'm going to be chatting about a little bit later, too. But anyways, uh, so they know a lot about it. So let's jump in and, and hear what they have to say. It says, we had a situation a few weeks back where we found a colony with multiple queen cells. So I figured there must be a better way to deal with this rather than having to use multiple boxes, or worse still, running out of boxes and lose those valuable new queens. A bit of Googling, we discovered a queen castle. A queen castle is a full-size box split into four separate sections. Each section has its own entrance and effectively a separate colony. The theory is that you place the queen cell with brood and a frame of honey in each section. And then you wait for the queen to hatch, fly out and mate. And once she starts laying eggs, you move her into a larger hive or nuc box. It all sounds great, but let's see how it works. Having all the colonies in the same box gives them all heat from each other. And that's what we were talking about earlier. I also made the box walls very thick to provide extra insulation for them. So the exterior. So what he did is he insulated the exterior um, so that he didn't have to, during colder times, re-insulate it. The walls around were 25 millimeters thick, each section divided by a thin piece of wood to avoid newly hatched queens from killing the other unhatched ones. I painted each box of the so, or side of the box differently to make it easier for returning queens to go in to correct entrance. It's an experiment, and we'll tell you how it goes later. So he did an okay job um, explaining it. However, um, Queen Castle... In order to make it so that the queen doesn't come up and over top of the divider that you've made and underneath the divider, you have to affix the dividers to uh, thin little strips on the inside so that there is a groove that the that the divider slides down into, and occasionally what people will do is they'll take the box apart and they'll run it through the table saw four times and are three times, so that you have, is that right? Yeah, three times, uh, so that you have four compartments. And um, then you have um, the grooves that you can slip down your your dividers in. And also on the bottom board, they affix the bottom board to the bottom of the deep box. And um, then they put the groove, uh, a little teeny groove board along each side of where the... um, Divider slips down into and they make the dividers so that they come up to the very top of the box so that um, You can um, They actually extend up a little bit past the top of the box Um, And and what that enables is it enables you to cut a board that will fit on top of your um, On top of your Frames, but still cover up uh, the edges so that the bee can't go up and over into the other, or the queen bee can't go up and over into the other section. So essentially, you're making a compartment with removable boards so that you can keep the queens from killing each other. <laughs> and um, and what I've seen some people do is um, if you are making and not remodeling something in order to to fit what you're doing if you're making it I've seen people put a shim um, box on top so a shim box is just a um, oh like an inch tall um, bunch of uh, uh, boards that go they're the same thickness as your your exterior of your deep, and they go around the top and you can either affix this, glue it or or nail it or or staple it. you can affix it to the top, and what this does is it ends up making this box so that it's just for Queen Castle, but other people don't want that, and so they manage to fit the uh, they manage to make the top boards very thin and they just fit on top really nicely. So whichever way you go, whether you make a, a shim and put it on top or whether you make your top boards really thin, um, doesn't matter, but the boards have to totally and completely seal off the top. The bottom has to be totally and completely s- s- um, attached and you have to have little teeny boards along the bottom as, as uh, a way of fitting that uh, divider in and it should hug that divider fairly well, um, allow a little bit of space for uh, expansion and contraction with uh, the hive getting wet um, because bees create a lot of wetness inside there, Um, and utilize wood that isn't going to really absorb too much of the water. And uh, what you'll find happen is the bees will propolize these uh, frame dividers or dividers, and so it'll be hard to get them in and out, but that's okay, that's what you want. You want to have that one area totally divided off for the queen, and you're going to alternate sides of the boxes that you are having the bees enter and exit on. And uh, this gentleman here said that he painted um, every side differently to make it easier for the returning queens to find the correct entrance. Important. Because if the queen goes in the wrong side, of course, then you've just lost your queen. Um, because uh, the other queen will, will kill it and get rid of it. So um, there is an experience that uh, another beekeeper put down that we should probably talk about. And this is where I'm getting the idea that there has been a lot of different... Um, um, Experiments in overwintering mating nukes and creating mating nukes as a place that normally overwinters bees. Uh, And since Alberta beekeeping, um, the, the, the inspectors don't really consider winter mating nukes as a beehive. It's one way to get around the uh, registration of uh, every single hive that you have, because if you're wintering them in mating nukes, they don't count towards the, the amount that you're supposed to have uh, registered. Um, neither do having bees in nukes. So that's one of the reasons why some people do this, is so that they don't trigger an inspection by a certain number of uh, beehives that you have. and. Uh, they they keep their them in there over the winter and uh, and a lot of beekeepers they are slowly increasing their amount of bees but they're really not uh, going for broke you know they're really not going for you know three four or five hundred hives they're just going for you know a dozen hives or fifteen hives or three hives. And so if you overwinter a bunch of nukes, that means that you have the ability to sell some nukes, you have the ability to um, replace your winter losses with these nukes, and and there tends to be a pretty decent ability for people to get the nukes through the winter and be able to carry them on. So this guy here, PetersonApriaries.ca, so it's from Canada. So um, this is a beekeeper from Canada, and if you happen to be from Peterson Apiaries, I appreciate the the little write-up that you did. It helps me uh, teach a bunch of other people how to do this kind of stuff. So this looks like um, kind of like a, um, plans put down and then results that they got. So kind of just put up with this. <laughs> During the winter of 2007-2008, we experimented with wintering 16 hives on mating nuke combs. The purpose was to see if we could start a stronger mating nukes earlier in the spring from overwintered bees, reducing the need to rob bees from our main hives. It would provide a way to bring more queens through the winter with which to requeen hives in the spring. Finally, it was an easy way to close out our mating nukes from the summer five of our mating nukes um, combs fit into a compartment uh, 235 millimeters long by 205 millimeters wide and 140 millimeters deep those five combs comprise of a mating nuke that we refer to as a baby nuke okay so they're they're not talking about queen's castles but mating nukes um To make up our mating nuke hive, we used four shallow baby nuke supers filled with 12 combs on each each on a bottom board. We wrapped them in packs of eight and covered them with snow as soon as there is enough snow to do it. We were extremely pleased with the initial results in the spring of those 16, hives two hives were dead one hive was queenless and one hive was weak we lost the weak hive during the snowstorm therefore the winter loss was 25 percent, which is decent we initially used bees from the queenless hive to boost the other 12 hives and then broke up the 12 hives to start a smaller mating nuke Um, with brood. As we hoped, our mating nucs were stronger, requiring significantly less boosting from our regular hives. We put 48 of these mating hives into winter, the fall of 2008, and we ended up with 44 viable mating nuc hives in the spring. Again, we were quite pleased with the loss rate, which was about 8%. Yeah, quite pleased. In the fall of 2009, we put 72 mating nukes into the winter. However, we were expecting a high winter loss rate. With the oddness of the fall, our our management was poor. We know that the mating nukes hives were poorly fed and did not, entering the winter on top condition. As well, we did not treat them in any way for varroa mites. To see if that's possible, about one third of them were wintered in three stories instead of four. In the end, we were left with 59 and 18% loss, which was significantly better than the rest of our hives. We could see no difference between the survival rate between four-story versus three-story hives. In 2010, these hives were help, uh, these hives helped us both get honey crop and make new hives. We stripped these hives repeatedly in the spring and started mating nukes, saving our few strong hives to start cells for honey production. In, Two thousand and ten, we experimented by putting three more or putting more three story mating nuke hives into winter. like normal hives, they were nicer to work. If there if there are fewer stories and therefore fewer combs to find the queen on or to clean. Additionally, if we can winter them in fewer stories, we can potentially winter more which would bring more queens through the winter to requeen the normal hives. By 2011, we wintered all of our mating nukes as three stories. By the spring of 2013, we had successfully wintered these mating nukes for six years and decided that the hives were part of our normal beekeeping practice and no longer experimental. When in the spring of 2014, not one survived the winter, what happened? What did we do different? We still haven't figured it out. We have figured that these hives require more care in the spring, particularly spring feed. The combs are only 144 millimeters deep, yet the bees will not bridge the gap and go down to the next super for feed. It was re-emphasized why we run singles in our normal operations. We continue to overwinter these and use them to rob brood and bees from and start mating nukes. We are still learning and what is the most effective way to run them and rob from them? We are trying to run as few as possible. Perhaps what really distracted us from trying to perfect this method of wintering is that we are actually now working on overwintering actual mating nukes so they went they went into queen's castles and and they 're overwintering the queen 's castles so um, and, and I show this just to have some real world experience put behind what I'm saying, um, um, the, uh, the queen's castles, because they have such thin walls and um, because they are smaller beehives, you can overwinter a queen and her small little tiny hive and then have a booming hive in the spring. Um, what a lot of people do is they remove two of the dividers. They they take out the queen and the bees from um, one of the one of or no two of the sections, and then they take out two of the dividers and they um, make the mating nuke into a two section. Um not mating new nu- queen's castle into a two section queen castle, and that's how they overwinter the bees and it's got enough um, um, it's got enough uh, uh, honey frames in there that they can overwinter in and of course they're sharing that really thin wall with the other hive next door, so it seems to be a way that uh makes it so that they can overwinter a little bit better. So that's, that's one of the things that you can use. The other thing that you can use is a mating nuke, and we, we talked about that in that last experiment. So, um, and we're getting our nuke stuff from uh, honeybeesweet.com. Um, they have a little blog about why every beekeeper should use a nuke. The term Nuke is short for Nucleus Colony. A Nucleus colony is just a very small colony with a thousand bees and a queen. A beekeeper can find many ways to use a Nuke. Nuke boxes are the structures that hold Nucleus colonies and come in shapes and sizes. Usually you see five frame deep boxes but also they come designed to hold medium frames With the width, uh, and the width varies too. I have seen them two to four per hive and seven frame nukes both single story and double story one of my favorite nukes is a standard size deep box with three dividers that gives you four frame sections each with its own entrance or you can remove one of the dividers to make a bigger sections it all depends on what you want if one of your hives goes queenless you have another queen ready to go Um, this is the benefits Uh, If you have one hive that goes queenless, you have another hive and queen ready to go. If you you wait for your colony to requeen itself, the population will drop in in such a way that you won't be able to get any surplus honey for that year and you might actually end up losing the colony. You can requeen at times during the year when queens are unavailable to purchase. You can use bees in a nuc to boost populations of a weak hive. If you don't want to requeen, you can transfer some of the frames from your nuc into the weak hive. In addition, having an empty nuc box on hand is useful for catching swarms or removing extra bees from an overcrowded colony. So how do you raise a queen, raise queens in a nuc? The simplest way is to make a frame of brood with a swarm cell from a populous hive and put it in the nuke. The frame should have lots of nurse bees covering the brood to keep them warm. Put the frame of honey and an internal feeder next to the brood. Fill any of the extra space with drawn comb or empty frames, and then close the lid and add an entrance reducer. Let the bees do their thing. This works fairly quickly and you can do the same thing without swarm cell with the Without a swarm cell, if there are plenty of eggs and very young larvae on the brood frame, it takes a long time. However, after a week or two, you may not have enough nurse bees left to raise a good queen. Here's an example from my own apiary how I use a nuke. Last spring, I had one of the hive one hive that built up early and looked like it was ready to swarm. I didn't want it to swarm, so I took out four frames of brood. Each frame had at least one swarm cell on the bottom and lots of nurse bees covering the brood. I put each frame on a separate frame nuke and gave each one a frame of honey reserved from the year before. Um, After about four weeks, I checked on the nukes and found that three had produced laying queens. I combined the queenless one with the others, so now I had three nukes. After a few more weeks, I transferred two frame nukes into five frame equipment so that the colony would continue to expand. I kept entrance reducers on the small colonies to protect them from robbing bees and yellow jackets. At the end of the fall, I transferred each five frame nuke into a ten frame equipment. I stacked Three nukes on top of one another and put the strongest one on the bottom, and put double screen boards between each nuke so the warm air from the largest colony would help keep the smaller ones warm. In December, I found a dead queen on the landing board of one of the regular hives. Using a piece of newspaper, I combined one of the queen right nukes with the queenless hive. This left me with two nukes. As of today, the hive to which I added the queen was and the remaining two nukes are all thriving. We still have a number of weeks to go, but the two remaining nukes are not needed before the first honey flow. I will set each of them up as a separate hive. As you can see, creating a hive or having a nuke available gives you many management options you wouldn't normally have. You can think of a good nuke as an insurance policy against queen loss. so in michael bush's bushfarms.com he talks about nucleus hives and uh, one of the things that he says is he is a big believer in giving bees just the right room that they need up until the main honey flow nuke boxes allow you to limit the amount of space that the small number of bees and brood has to take care of while they get established or while or while they overwinter here um This was my plan for trying to overwinter nukes for the last couple of winters. There are 14 eight frame and 25 frame, five frame nukes. The base is four by eight sheets of three by four plywood with a sheet of styrofoam and a sheet of one quarter Luan on top of that. That is the uh, special type of wood that sucks up water. The nukes are in rows on that the bottom is made of one quarter luan with a vent in the back and the top is also luan with a hole for a quart jar feeder with an eight number eight mesh underneath it and another vent on top the entrance is about an inch wide and about three inch tall and on five frame nukes and about two and one half inches wide on the eight frame nukes. I had to reduce them all down with number eight hardware cloth to cut down on robbing. So all of them are now three by eight by three by eight inches. Two got robbed out and died already, but the rest of them seem to be doing well. One has a queen bank in it and has a terrarium heater under that one. The top is... Um, big box made by 1 and a sheet of styrofoam for each section on top of that to close it off. There is a thermostatic electric space heater inside to set set to 70 degrees Fahrenheit or 20 degrees Celsius. The biggest problem I had was the feeders leaking and keeping the bees in the queen bank from clustering and leaving out the queens. With a terrarium heater underneath, it helped with the queen bank. So he is utilizing terrarium heaters and other heaters to um, help his nukes overwinter. <clears throat> and uh, he uses the camp method for feeding dry sugar, and this is what he did for his nukes this year. Um, the next picture is a frame feeder full of dry sugar. The next is feeding on the side without a frame feeder, just removing a couple of frames. The last two are set up for wintering this year. There is a gap down the center with a small thermostatic space heater set for 60 degrees Fahrenheit, 16 degrees Celsius. Styrofoam covers three sides of the cluster nukes. The, the doubles have an extra bottom on top to fill the space. The singles on top of each other have their own bottom board. The bottom boards are feeders, so syrup could be put on the bottom in the spring or warm weather for feeding. I recommend having at least a couple of nukes for a beginner. They are so useful for starting hives and rearing queens and keeping a spare queen. Since I recommend mediums for everything, I'll point out to you that I can buy a five frame medium nukes from Brushy Mountain Bee Farm. You can also buy eight frame boxes, which are nice intermediate nuke size that is the same size as a five frame nuke box. I think the Miller Bee Supply has a medium nukes to do Rossmans and probably or possibly some others a deep nuke could be cut down also you can make your own if you're handy with wood I find an attached bottom board and a migratory cover are adequate for a nuke I have made them in two frame mostly for setting aside queen for or for mating nukes three frame four frame five frame each since uh, or since i'm running mediums i suppose an eight frame box is the equivalent of a five frame deep nuke i also use the eight frame boxes for nukes i tend to use them to give minimum size colony to or to give a minimum size to a colony starting out any excess space is more work for a colony what nukes are good for splits you can put a frame of brood in with eggs, and a frame of emerging brood, and a couple of frames of honey and pollen, put that, them into a nuc. Shake another, another couple of frames of bees from some uh, brood in, and the bees will raise a queen, and you will have a new hive. When they fill the nuc, move them to a standard box or artificial swarming. If the bees are trying to swarm, do as above, except add the old queen to the nuke and take out all but one or two of the swarm cells in the hives. Making queens from swarm cells as above, you can split, you can do a split and get them to make a queen, but also when they are trying to swarm, you can, as in the first splits, put a queen cell in each nuke with the brood and honey and bees and they will hatch the queen and you can use them for requeening or selling or whatever you like. Of course, you can also do queen rearing to get the cells put in. If you have multiple queens' cells, you can cut some off and put them in nucs. Keeping a backup queen. When you requeen, take some of these old queens and put them in nucs with a frame of brood and honey and if the new queen gets rejected you still have a spare. Also if you keep a nuke with a queen in it for a spare you can requeen a hive with that queen. To keep it weak keep taking sealed brood out and giving them to other hives. Foolproof requeening. If you do this as the first splits and put a caged queen in the nurse bees will quickly accept the queen. After she is laying, you can kill the queen and in the hive to be requeened, and you do a newspaper combine. The bees readily accept a laying queen. So that's just an intermediate step of being able to requeen. Um, queen bank, um, I put a shim that is the size of a nuke, but 3 quarters thick and put the queen cages with wire down to keep them for several days weeks before introducing them He also does comb building This is especially nice with regressed bees since the problem with 4.9 millimeter foundation Isn't getting the bees to use the cells. It's getting the unnatural large bees to build the cells if you start a nuke with small bees as in the first splits, after it's established, put in frames with 49 millimeter foundation in the 1, 2, and 4, and 5 position, feed it well, and remove some of the drawn frames every day. If there are eggs, put it in another colony to let them emerge, then steal the frame, uh, put 3 to 4 pounds of uh, bees into the nuke. Swarm catching. Nukes are nice for having small swarms. Bait hives. Nukes are nice for bait hives for swarms. You could use a 10 frame box that is a nice size too, but it is harder to attach to a tree. For its best results, they need to be 10 feet up or so in a tree. Shaken swarms. You can put a screen from the bottom on a nuke and shake the bees from the brood frames. From several hives, being careful not to get a queen. and you have a bunch of homeless queen bee, queenless bees that can be put in a hive with some brood so that they can raise one or added to a nuke or with a caged queen. Transporting honey. Nukes are nice and light even with five frames of honey compared to 10 frame box. Nice for putting frames in as you brush off the bees to harvest and, and nice to carry around. So those are the things that you can do with bees, or with uh, nukes. Um, and uh, they are considered not only a tool, but they they should be considered as a viable place to be keeping um, a quarter, if not a half of your bees in. Uh, so, I don't know, take that information, do with it as you will. and and uh, But uh, I really do believe that the uh, The technology of nukes and using uh, uh, Queen's Castles as regular hives, baby hives, is a good idea and should be practiced by all of us. Anyways, um, we will uh, close this one up and uh, (laughs) very sorry for uh, the time period in between. Um, Maybe I'm going to do a a separate. uh, Uh, a separate, um, recording for what's been happening in my life as, uh, well, it might be interesting to you, but it really has nothing to do with the course. So (laughs) anyways, have a great day.